Knives Out Minute by Minute. I am your host for the week, Megan Griffin, and I am joined this week by Sam Stovold. Please tell me I said that right. Yeah, that's perfect. (laughs) I should have practiced before. Sorry. How are you? I'm good. Happy to be here. What a minute. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. We are on minute one hour and 35 minutes. Uh, We'll be covering that through one hour, 35 minutes and 59 seconds. Um, this scene, not a, not a ton happens. It is a car ride with, uh, Benoit Blanc and Marta as he is trying to figure out the donut hole in this case. (laughs) And she is panicking about, um, the meeting that she's supposed to have. It ends with the last line of this scene is watch the door. Uh, from Benoit as Marta slams the door to go to this meeting. Is Okay, I actually, so right <laughs> off the bat, watch the door, is that what he was saying? I wasn't even clear yes. if it was, because yes. it almost sounds like he's just like saying like, what's the, uh, and then she I, yeah. slams the door. <laughs> <laughs> I end up watching these with subtitles, um, ah. mostly for this reason, um, <laughs> because my ears are the worst. <laughs> I even but, referred uh, to the script just in case, because... Uh, <laughs> And that's not in it's not in the script even at all. So Well, interestingly, apparently the scene was almost cut. Like even they weren't even gonna film it. What? And Daniel Craig was like, No, 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 let me just give it a shot and ended up doing it so well that they just kept it in. So that's I don't know. Unbelievable. because this is like the introduction of the the donut. Like how how can this be something they could cut? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, it's big. <laughs> that's how you want all your murder mysteries to go is a donut. <laughs> But you want one of those filled donuts, not one with a donut hole, which is what we have right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the big part of that is that he can wrap his head around the fact that maybe this is just a suicide, except for who hired him and why. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I feel honored, for one thing, to be here on... I, I, don't, I mean, I, I think that was the donut mentioned, like, maybe, maybe in the previous minute. It might have been, but... I don't know. We're getting so much of the donut hole <laughs> metaphor here, and it's yes. it's become such an iconic uh, element of this movie. And like, I remember when I first watched my minutes to see what they were, I was like, "Oh wow, I get the donut hole." <laughs> <laughs> it definitely starts with a donut. Yes. So I think that they probably just get the bare glimpse of it in the last minute. Okay, I I love that. <laughs> just when like right when you start this minute, it's just. A, donut <laughs> yeah i like immediately paused and was like all right we are at the donut scene yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, uh, yeah, that's the best it's, just, it's so relatable because his thought process even how he starts it with like hey if i'm annoying you please just tell me to stop and i was like <laughs> oh man i relate to this this entire minute it's just me explaining anything yeah oh my god <laughs> i love the idea that he describes this as his process and it's just him sort of like <laughs> poetically meanderingly just <laughs> just blabbering on and i love the idea that this is 
his process, quote unquote. <laughs> like this is how he works through things. Is he's just like just rambling on, and it it sounds like you know well written and well constructed and everything. It's like oh man, like I I love. Ben Blanc's mind <laughs> and that this is how it works but it just cracks me up yeah I think that um one of my f- like at least favorite memories of when I first watched this was that you spend most of this movie being like is he a good detective or not <laughs> and this scene doesn't help either argument no this whole week is I think a, <laughs> uh, a, a fun instance of him just sort of this is like Benoit Blanc in like kind of bumbling mode. Like yes, he's, very much so. He, he still seems very intelligent, and he's, you know, he's circling the solutions. But I don't know. It's just funny to watch him just sort of. I mean, yeah, like this is his. It's his process. It's just him talking <laughs> out loud, and some things go somewhere, other things don't. I also appreciate there's a clock because um, Marta is flipping out about this meeting. And at least two minutes pass of this. So it's like, did we get his entire conversation or does he take some lofty pauses in this? I, yeah, I like that too. <laughs> Espe- you know, especially noteworthy, of course, doing the minute, you know, the movie by minute format. And it's like, oh, well, two yes. minutes have obviously not passed. <laughs> We're still in the same episode. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I like uh, to imagine if not, there's, if not lofty pauses, there's just whole edited excerpts of this that are even more <laughs> meandering and strange. <laughs> yes, we've, uh, let's see, we've got the Snyder cut recently, we've got the Zemo cut recently, now we just need the Benoit Blanc donut cut. Excuse me. I, uh, I'm more interested in that than the Snyder cut or the Zemo cut, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> Four hours of a movie is a lot. Yes. Uh, uh, um. Go ahead. I, well, I was just going to say that I love some of the imagery that he uses also in his whole monologue. Uh, he talks, he, he specifically says that, you know, if the hole could, if you could fill the hole, then the fog would lift, the arc resolve, the slinky unkink. And that's my favorite is like the, the fog would lift, the arc resolve. Like these sound like things that somebody would, things that you would hear in a, like a normal movie. But then. Right the image that you get from just picturing the slinky unkink is something, you know, we're all familiar with a kinked <laughs> slinky. <laughs> and, yes. Uh, I just love the, the idea that he just throws that in at the end. Uh, it's, it seems like it's very much a, not only a Benoit Blanc thing, but uh, just Ryan Johnson in general, his writing, it just yeah. cracks me up. It's like, you know, we'll just throw you a curveball with the last thing here and just like, let you linger on that slinky unkinked. it is really good like i'm glad you brought it up because i definitely thought about writing it down and then was like i think this is just a me thing but i am so glad it's not just a me thing (laughs) no i think it's hilarious i mean i I love it it's it is wonderful imagery (laughs) um so this is your first time on yes um did you see this movie in cinema? What is your relationship to this movie? I did see it. Uh, I believe opening weekend. Um, it might actually no, actually I don't think it was opening weekend. It might have been out for a week or two. Um, so uh, I know we'll be diving into Ryan Johnson's filmography more <laughs> as the week goes on. But yes. I do just need to preface this story by saying that I am 
a huge fan of The Last Jedi. Oh, good. Good. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> like, I saw it eight times in theaters. Like, really reignited, like, my passion <laughs> and my love for Star Wars. And so, through that That's movie... Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I really love it. And so, because of that, I became, like, a huge Ryan Johnson fan. Like, I, I you know, I watched, like, the, the Star Wars... Like, The Last Jedi commentary and... Yeah, I know. I, lo- I love the guy. And so, this movie was in theaters at the same time that um, Star Wars Episode Nine came out, The Rise of Skywalker. And mm-hmm. so, I had seen that opening day, and I uh, really disliked it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, like a day or two after it came out, um, I was over with uh, like some friends, and we were just sort of you know, like having some drinks, and we just started like getting into it, and just being real negative about um, the Rise of Skywalker, and it made mm-hmm. me, it made me miss Last Jedi so much because I was so excited about Star Wars after I'd seen that. And so, like, sure. the next morning, I woke up and on a whim, it was like um, pretty early. It was like seven thirty or something in the morning. I woke up and I was like, you know what? I need like a just a dose of written and directed by Ryan Johnson, like, yeah, just back into my system. And so I saw it at, uh, <laughs> I found, like, the earliest showtime I could go to. I think it was, like, 9.30 or something like that. And I was literally the only person in the theater. So I got my own private wow. showing of Knives Out. That's the only time that's ever happened where no one has come in the whole time. It was That's so cool. And it was exactly what I needed. I, <laughs> I had such a great time watching it. And, you know extra special because there was like literally no one else in the theater it's like they're just (laughs) they're playing this on the big screen just for me you know (laughs) that is that is that is awesome that is definitely one of my favorite ways to see it is with as few as possible few people as possible in the theater oh it was yeah it was it was great i had i had such a good time such a good morning and it like it just put me in such a good mood for the rest of the day this it's such a well you know We'll, we'll be we'll be getting into it, but the, the movie is just so endlessly entertaining to me. It's just you're just having fun the whole time you're watching it. Yeah, it definitely is. It's definitely. I, I'm actually surprised I didn't watch it more during quarantine. <laughs> like, it, like looking back, and I think part of that is just that I didn't want. There's a lot of things that I've watched that I now know that I can't because it is always going to be associated with COVID nineteen, and I didn't want this movie associated with that. Uh. But picking it back up again today to to make some notes before we started it was definitely like a man i forget just how great this movie is (laughs) just like within this minute alone and i know i have felt each week like man i got some really good minutes but this time i was like oh this is such great minutes and i don't feel that there are minutes that aren't bad (laughs) yeah i i mean i'm pretty sure i would have been happy to get just about anything yeah and, I was uh, hoping for some Chris Evans, but that's okay. That's okay. Oh, yeah, he is great in this. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I like the the almost um, hyper focus on our two protagonists that we get this whole week. That's that's pretty yeah. cool. pretty cool. Yeah, their relationship, especially. So my last five minutes that I was on was when he was smoking outside, and basically, like after he had interviewed everybody, and their first kind of in person by themselves meeting um, where he asks her to assist on the case. And so it is Uh, kind of cool to see that he is relaxed completely with her. She is still 
just a knot of tension. I uh, um, the the difference between the two of them and their moods just <laughs> like so great. delights me to no end. Like he is so just casual and relaxed, and like you know, like we were talking about, ways like uh, you know, I'm just working through my process here. Let me know if it's annoying <laughs> or anything like that. And she is just like hands gripped firmly on the wheel, just like. At like, two and ten. <laughs> yeah, just and like staring like direct like at the clock, just like oh my god, what am I gonna do? And and the fact that he, whether he actually is or not, he comes across as so like oblivious and just unaware of anything that's going on with her. I I love it. <laughs> it's so great. It's so great. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's yeah, it's a good set of minutes. I. I'm happy about it. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that we want to really dig into before uh, we kind of wrap it up? We've got some really exciting minutes that I know are going to take longer, but this one, while it is important, not a ton happens in this minute. That's true. Um, I I was wondering if you had any thoughts um, about if there's any significance to uh, Columbus Road. like. Oh, that is a good question. I even was like really digging deep. I was like twelve oh nine Columbus, and I was like, "Is there any date like December 9th, like dates in the history?" Oh. And I, I couldn't find anything. So I'm, you know, it has to be something no. like they're, you know, sometimes the the address is just an address. But <laughs> I was just uh, curious if you had any thoughts. You know, I don't, but they do focus in on that twelve oh nine, which mm-hmm. is you know. The meeting, and that is enough of a reason. But I, I feel like Ryan Johnson is the kind of person that Columbus Road has to have meaning. That's, no idea. That's why, yeah, I would not normally <laughs> think, like, but just knowing Ryan Johnson, it's like, oh, I, you know, I can see him. Yeah. <laughs> putting some, like, putting some meaning into, like, every single tiny little thing. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, oh, yeah, that's just, like, the street I grew up on or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's... He's just got that kind of vibe. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Love him. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, this is going to be a quick minute, and that's fine. Uh, Thanks for coming on. Um, Do you you have any social media or podcasts or anything that you would like to promote? Uh, I do. Um, I would say if you want to hear more of me rambling on, uh, you can check out uh, Marvel Star Wars Explorers. It's one of the podcasts I do um, where we um, did an episode per issue of the original Marvel Star Wars comics from the uh, 70s and 80s. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it was a lot of fun. We actually just finished it. And at the time of recording, we're now doing uh, Star Wars Dark Empire, which was another comic that came out in the early 90s. But probably by, probably by the time this releases, we'll be... Um, going back into the 70s and 80s and covering more Marvel Star Wars comics that were only released in the United Kingdom. So That is really cool. For some reason, my brain heard that you did a page per episode and not issue. Like, I had to, like, play that in my head a we, few times to hear it. I don't have enough caffeine in my system. We, we joke about that. Like, <laughs> oh, if this, you know, if this was, like, the movies by minute version, would we be doing, like, an episode per each panel or something like that? <laughs> right, right. Uh, but no, I've it's... Had that- Issue per episode. Uh, episode, yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, as for me, you can find me on Judging Book Covers, where we are doing the Book Riot, Book Riot Read Harder Challenge um, and discussing 
and breaking out of our box of things that we normally read. Or you can find me on my other podcast, which is Minds at Yerk, where we uh, did an episode on each Animorphs book. And now we are doing uh, Humanimorphs, which is a really crappy offshoot of Animorphs. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, as for Knives Out Minute by Minute, you can find us on Twitter at Knives Out Minute, all one word. We'll be back tomorrow to discuss Minute 130, I'm sorry, 1 hour and 36. Bye.